It's Song Talk Radio. Welcome to Song Talk Radio, the show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together, we all become better at writing songs. I'm your host, Neil Modi, and unfortunately, my regular co-host, Phil Emery, is off reading the fine print. So, please send your comments and questions to at Song Talk Radio on Facebook or Instagram, or feedback at songtalk.ca for the email, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit songtalk.ca to see the show post for this episode, to find links to resources we mentioned, and to download lyric and chord sheets to follow along with the songs that we feature. And tonight, we're very happy to uh, welcome the return of Toronto-based rock artist Dylan Gray. Dylan Gray is rock's next fierce female. Her latest EP, Girls, Good Girls Die, gives you a fierce, fiery taste of the young artist's unapologetic approach to pursuing a career in music through a unique and fresh sound. Inspired by a diverse range of artists like Kurt Cobain, Annie Lennox, Trent Reznor, and Joan Jett. Dylan is, craving, is carving out her own mold, and it's time you tune in. Regret Me is an anthem for anyone who's felt overlooked and underestimated. Dylan's lyrics speak to her own experience with people who didn't take a chance on her music, but makes it known that she's going to get where she needs to be regardless. You're going to regret not pulling the strings when you had the chance to bite the hand that feeds you. You're going to regret me. Welcome back to Song Talk Radio, Dylan. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's great to have you back on the show. I was just looking back and the the, the last time, the first time you were on the show with us was our very first show um, in January 2021. So it's been almost two years. So crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, It feels like it was just yesterday, though. Like time is such a weird thing nowadays. <laughs> it, 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 it is. It is very rare when you do the same thing again a little while later. It feels, yeah, it was very, very quick. And um, we're going to get uh, started here by uh, taking a listen to uh, Dylan Gray's new song. This is called Regret Me. Already been said Lights down low I can't 
Nice. Thanks. Yeah, I, I love I love the the rock attitudes of this song. It's just fantastic. It really it it, it drives. It's got the tempo. It's got the groove. It's got the the riffs. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you. Really, really really good. I remember last time one of the one of the things we talked about were were dynamics. Now you really take a lot from like '90s era grunge and oh, yeah. and hard rock and and how they're the the, the chorus is such a, a a massive thing compared to the verse. And yeah. and even the beginning of the bridge, you kind of really dial it down with just the, the couple of hits. It sounds most 90s at the beginning of the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, really one of it. my favorites. Nice sure. It's nice to hear a, it's, it's not a short guitar solo, you know, it's it's not too long either. It's like, yeah. it's like, what is it, 16 bars maybe? Yeah, something um, like that. Something like that. And it, it's it, it's like a good, it's like a good healthy guitar solo. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it gives, gives the guitarist some some highlight, and it's a good solo and everything. So, you know, it, it often I don't know. Some sometimes solos are like really really short, or most of the time nowadays they're not there at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I find it hard to find songs with like bridges nowadays. Like even that's gone. Like forget yeah. the guitar solo. <laughs> There's well, no now, bridge. It's just a chorus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 your song is actually fairly simple in that regard too. There's a verse and a chorus. There's only really two sections. Um, the yeah. bridge is the instrumental, if you will. Mm-hmm. But is is the bridge on? Is it on the verse chords or on the chorus chords? Um, uh, or is it a whole new harmonic? Section? Uh, it's the uh, chorus chords. It's the chorus chords. So yeah. so really yeah. harmonically, you've got sort of two sections. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's yeah. a super simple song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which which is cool. I mean, you could have you could have gone you know a little bit. Uh, um, well, actually, your 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 lights down low section is actually a pre-chorus, really. Yeah. So there was there there is there is a bit of difference. You do have you know more than two sections, but um, but it's fairly short. You know, like it, it clocks in like what three minutes? About that, yeah. Quick punch yeah. to the face. Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is all because it, 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 there's no build up to anything. It just literally hits you right out of the right out of the thing. So it, it tells about the process um, for this for the song. How did it start, and how did you how did you go about it? Yeah, this one was fun. So i I wrote it uh, around the same time that I wrote the rest of my latest EP's tracks. So it was kind of fresh out of COVID, and um, you know everything in the music world was shut down getting gigs was virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. I uh, parted ways with my management at the time and was just kind of feeling like, wow, there's literally nothing going for me here. Like I, I'm not a social media guru. I don't want to be like a TikTok star. I don't know how to play the game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up writing this song and another song on the EP called Head to the Sky. And they were both kind of just, uh, I guess, this, rooted in this feeling of despair might be a little harsh but just kind of this like disappointment frustration um I did so much like outreach myself and was trying to learn all the ins and outs of the industry and who to reach out to and who works with who and how can I get to the said agent and label and whatever and I wasn't getting answers from anyone um and the answers that I did get were like this is this is Actually, they were so weird. There were answers that were like, this is fantastic. I haven't heard anything like this recently. You're going places and then would be radio silence. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with that? And then some responses were like, yeah, it's cool. 
we're not looking for it. So mm. that's totally fair. And I appreciate getting an answer. But Regret Me was really like, okay, it's cool that you don't hear it now. But you're going to hear it when I'm playing Wembley Stadium. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And, 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 and you know what, like, there's, I don't know, there's, to me, it's, I mean, I'm coming. I'm coming at, at it from a fan angle, not from a label mm-hmm. angle. But like, you do have to do a little bit of digging past the top forty and whatever's default on Spotify to find, you know, the good rock music. But it's out there. Yeah, it is. I'm like, I mean, you can call anything you you want, like pop rock. Like, I guess just the genres don't mean that much, and so I'm not going to say like, oh, that's not rock music. But yeah, the enough, traditional rock music is not like what it is today. Like I, I listen to the rock playlists on, on these streaming platforms and think like, this is more pop than rock. At least mm-hmm. I think so. Like there's yeah. the electric guitar. If it's in there is like, you can barely hear it, but mm-hmm. that's what it is nowadays, I guess. So I don't really fit that, <laughs> but I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, Hey, yeah. there's space for everyone. <laughs> right. Right. I, you know, um, you know, the guys, the uh, one in the chamber. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're 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 you know they're youngish guys and they're like they're they're throwing back to seventies all the time. <laughs> it's so cool. They're a great band. It's so great. Um, but yeah, so that's what I mean. Like it's 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 kind of it's kind of out there. But well, that's good. You're able to find um find an outlet for the <laughs> for all that frustration. Yeah. And, and 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 that is that is the other thing about about you know where you go. I don't want to say dark rock necessarily, but some, but you know, like a lot of heavy metal and stuff like that goes to darker themes mm-hmm. and themes, like you say, despair. That's that's not a that's not a far cry for for a lot of darker darker music or for sure. You know, you you mentioned Trent Reznor. I mean, he is. I mean, oh. he's all about the despair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that man is a musical genius wizard oh, well, yeah. whatever you want to call him yeah oh exactly um okay so what about so what about what about crafting the song then i remember last time you were talking about how you're you're very you're very piano driven have you have you have you been playing around with the guitar more yourself i have i have yeah. been playing around cool. with the guitar i bought my first um big kid guitar if you will. So I've I've had a Fender Squire for like ages and I just never played it. And um this past year I said, you know what? I need to be able to rely on myself regardless of like the band configuration. If I'm playing mm-hmm. full band, someone's guitar gets unplugged, whatever it is, like I can still support. It makes it look cooler. It's a bit more legitimate. Like I I want to gain the musician respect as well on stage, not just mm-hmm. kind of build a fan base, which obviously I want to do, but I also want my guys up on stage to be like, oh, hell yeah, she's ripping the guitar. What, um, what about from a songwriting angle? Like like you write a song on piano, you write a song on the guitar, you end up with, com- I don't want to say completely different songs, but very it, different. It, it's a very different creature, right? Yeah, very different. And I think that's kind of what I've been proving to myself this year is like my songs are very much more in that harder rock vein. Um I mean, like past songs that I have, like Battle and Ghost Town, they're very piano driven and you can hear it. I mean, there's obviously piano on the tracks, but there's Mm -hmm. this like sultry something to it that just doesn't come through with the guitar tracks. And I really wanted to lean in my inspirations with like Kurt Cobain. I mean, I have his Fender Jaguar (laughs) is the guitar that I bought. We're both left handed. Um, So I thought it was only right to get to get his his guitar. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to lean into that grunge, uh, vibe and, and I've been writing a lot more with guitar and it's been helping kind of 
channel that, which has been awesome. So can can you qualify how how different it is with with the guitar versus the piano? Like you you're writing more riffs and things like that, or oh yeah, hundred percent. I yeah, I feel like with the piano, I'm almost writing my vocal melodies as I'm mm. writing the songs, but I don't I'm not proficient enough in guitar yet to to do that. So it takes me so or it would take me so much longer to do that same exercise on the guitar. Mm. Uh, so I find like just like really cool support chords, like, oh, this mm. is a cool progression. And, yeah. you know, just like power chord my way through as much as oh, I yeah. can. Um, and it, and then it kind of gives me the freedom to play around with like melodic structure outside of that. So I find the piano just kind of this all encompassing instrument for me where it all just like molds together but when i'm writing on guitar it's like okay this is the guitar part let's go do a vocal part now mm, okay very cool yeah yeah that, that, that's that's certainly yeah i, I can i can appreciate that because when i when I, when i'm songwriting i do i'm a piano player and i, I do the same thing i kind of you know, the, the, the chords are kind of there in the left hand a little bit of the right hand but the mel the top couple of fingers are playing whatever, whatever the melody is going to be right yeah yeah it kind of forms that way but you know, but I, you know, I'm in a band with guitarists and they, you know, it's just a different thing. And I've, I've written songs on piano that I've been taken to the band. It's like, here, guitar this for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thing, right? you just put it through the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Guitarify it for me. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's really cool. So, so, so what, what, what part, so was this written a guitar riff first and then, and then the vocal melody with the lyrics and stuff? Yeah. So I actually wrote this on acoustic guitar. Okay. Oddly enough. Um, And then I brought it to our garage studio and had just gotten my my new guitar and sat down and was playing around with the riffs. And actually one of my friends came in and he helped me kind of bring things together. He's a great guitarist. Hmm. So he helped bring things together. But we hadn't, I don't think at that point we'd actually landed on kind of the main riff. Like Hmm. I really wanted something nirvana-esque and so after that first kind of pre-production session my dad and i came back into the studio and just spent like an afternoon playing around with the guitar and it was like the first time i'd played it since buying it and we just kind of played around until it all made sense (laughs) and now we have it it was actually one of the first tracks that i played guitar on this this recent ep good girls die i play on two of the four songs um and regret me was was one of them so that was that was cool and and you're playing you're playing electric on on those yes yeah i'm not doing the solo that was my friend nick but i was playing the the riff and uh there are a couple little like i don't even know like tasty little things in there that that i played as well so that's yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah yeah because i mean it's a very simple riff but it's the rhythm of it that really they really could have like it's it's syncopated yeah. enough and it's it's got it's got that great feel to it right and and it really lets your really lets your melody melody carry through but the the, the, the one thing i did notice about this song especially the way the chorus lifts off mm-hmm. and in fact your verse does this too but um something i learned from uh from pat pattison um yes. school of music right about about front weighting your melodies Mm-hmm. Right when your melody starts up and there's there's like a there's like a anacrusis or a pickup into the into the chorus, mm-hmm. right? Then it it um you know you you're gonna regret, and then the downbeat is on the get, yeah. Right? When you had the chance, the downbeat is on the chance, right? Yeah. Um, 
it it tends to uh it tends to communicate more confidence or authority or mm. you know like when you're when you're really declaring something you want to front weight it if you're being a little bit held back or pensive or doubtful about something then maybe you want to you know beat you're gonna regret yeah yeah <laughs> sort of totally. thing right totally. um so i i don't i don't know if that was a conscious thing or did just kind of just kind of it came to you because it, it it does it does certainly feel that way and it feels that way you know no matter what song you're writing if you if you do that i do find that that's the tendency mm -hmm. that it, it kind of comes across a little bit stronger um when, when you when you do that yeah that's really cool i it completely unintentional like it's just kind of how the melody happened yeah, um yeah. but i'm glad that it translates that way because that yeah that's what I wanted it to sound like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like we just do these things, right? And then, and you know, you don't have necessarily the vocabulary for it, or, or, or the intention behind it. But yeah. it certainly, but like you say, like it just felt right that way. Like I'm sure if you if you waited for the chord to hit and then sang it, it would have felt weaker yeah, just somehow. completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I was leading on like a couple reference tracks, uh, like Nirvana tracks and Rage Against the Machine tracks, and. Mm. I mean, they sound angry. Those yeah. dudes, those dudes are angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely some inspo from there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I, I, I don't know if this was intentional. Rather, bite the hand that feeds you. Was that a Nine Inch Nails? Oh, thing. Maybe, maybe a little. <laughs> Tip of the hat, except I stole yeah. your lyric. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean. It's it's not even it's not even there or his lyric. It's a it's a I don't know if it's a cliche or not. Oh yeah, it kind of is. But I thought it was cool. I thought it sounded cool in the song, and it, it yeah. definitely said what I wanted it to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and I'm really curious about the end of the end of the uh, chorus. You're gonna regret beat 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 me. Yes. How can you decide? How can you just didn't like everything else? Is you're gonna regret not pulling the string? There is a flow to it, mm -hmm. right? And everything is kind of is mostly. I'm gonna say mostly. You know, um, sung as you would say it. Yes. Um, except for a couple of times where you put the emphasis on a on a funny syllable. On the syllable, yeah. <laughs> Watch my lips closely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but you're gonna regret beat 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 me. Mm -hmm. Was that? I mean, it it actually works as a sort of as a sort of um, you know a period at the end of the chorus to say this yes. is the end of the statement. But yeah. again, I'm I'm wondering how how intentional that was or how conscious that was. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. Like that's how I just wrote it because I thought it sounded cool. But while we kept playing around with it, like we did move it around a little bit, and at the mm. very end, we wait even longer, oh, really? and it was kind of this like for lack of a better term, and assuming everyone's watching this, it was like a hair flip moment yeah. where you're like, you're going to regret ah, me. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. just stew on it for a little bit. Like, take right, a right, sec right. To, to take in everything you're about to regret. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was a little bit of added drama, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not too much. It's not, but you, you, you eventually put it in a place where it's like, not too, not too excessive. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it fits well. Um, I think it fits well. It's fun yeah. live, and it, I think it sounds cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's it's a great way to. Um, so it's a great. It is a great way to just punctuate the end. Thanks. I mean, yeah, really, really come to the end of the that. chorus, and then and then you're and then you're back into it. 
Yeah. Well, what about the what about the lyrics? Does that take a lot of um, editing back and forth, or to kind of pour all out at once? Um, it kind of all came out at once. There were just a couple of words that I played around with when I was kind of workshopping things with my dad in the studio. But for the most part, everything was there uh, during the whatever hour that I sat down to to write the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really on the fence about the pre-chorus because mm. it literally has no meaning for me. Like they were placeholder lyrics, but they sounded cool. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So like lights down low, can't shake this feeling that it's all a joke, slave to the machine. Yeah, you got your hands all tied. Like the whole lights down low, I was like, the hell does that even mean? Like what? Um, but it just worked. <laughs> so I kept it. And I was like talking to my dad, like, ah, oh, do you think, do you think we could come up with something better? He's, I think this actually sounds kind of cool. Okay, yeah. great. Let's leave it. Yeah, it it does work. It doesn't, yeah, maybe, maybe if it doesn't quite mean anything to you, it could mean something to somebody else. You know, totally. It, I mean, it, I just thought it sounded cool. I was yeah, like, you know no, what? It's, it's great, and, and 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 it is it is certainly evocative. I mean, slaves to the machine. That's that's a pretty again maybe edging on cliche, but hundred percent. We know 100%. what you're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got my hands all tied. Um, yeah, because because the, the the interesting thing about this song is um, like rhymes. Losing my head was already been said. That's AA rhyme, right? Mm-hmm. Free chorus doesn't rhyme at all. A joke, mm-hmm. slaves to the machine, hands are all tied. So you're you're really without rhyming there, and and sort of an odd number of lines, and the, the phrasing kind of shifts a little bit. It's like yeah. it's like we're building tension, we're building tension, and then when the chorus hits, it really drops you in there, right? Yeah. Um, and especially with the money notes, you have to regret, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, and then in the chorus, you know, there's there's a there's a little bit of rhyming going on, but it's like hand it feeds and then watch my lips closely. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of thing there. You're gonna regret me, you know. Um, but it's not it's not as it's not as rhymy as as a lot of other songs might be. Yeah, yeah. I think a big thing for me, and obviously not in all of my songs, because some songs are just like yeah, rhyme, 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 rhyme. Mm. But when I'm writing, I do try to avoid as much as possible uh having my lyrics be predictable so like Mm. there are a lot of songs that i'll hear on the radio i'm like oh they're about to say this they're about to say this oh you're gonna rhyme her with sure like you know um so yeah every so often i want to throw in something either not rhyming at all and just making it work rhythmically and melodically um Mm. to the point where you're like yeah that totally makes sense didn't even notice that nothing rhymed. It just mm-hmm. load well. Yeah. Um, or I throw in a little word like the closely and bleed where you're like, that technically doesn't rhyme, but it works. Um, well, it's the same. It's the same vowel sound at least. And then yeah, and that is, yeah. it's a rhyme, but it's like a softer rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's intentional, but at the same time, it isn't like I, I ultimately just want it to sound good and convey what it is that I'm trying to say yeah yeah but i think i think you're you're probably intentionally going i want i want to build tension at least right like i want to sort of hold the listener until you until you until you do the big drop um which is which is really cool so yeah so i mean yeah so does is your ep sort of um thematically you know steeped in the same level of despair as you put it (laughs) 
Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yes, three of the songs I would say yes, and then the title track, "Good Girls Die," is. I mean, the title isn't all that uplifting, but mm. it's kind of it's the track kind of about nothing. Like I just wanted this like female empowerment song without mm. being like Shania Twain, "Go Girls," because yeah. I I can't write a song like that yet. Mm. Um, yes. <laughs> and like it's been done better than. I can. So I was like, I just want to write a song that I listen to that I'm like, oh yeah, like I feel awesome. Um, and mm -hmm. that was Good Girls. But the other ones were really all rooted in like, uh, you know, feeling, I mean, there's Disappointment Girl was one of the other tracks. Mm -hmm. I wrote that when I was 17 and produced mm -hmm. it when I was 18, 19. So it's been sitting on the back burner for a little bit. It wasn't produced in my studio like all the others, but somehow mm -hmm. works um, with the other tracks. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they all kind of just stem from that general feeling of like <laughs> despair and disappointment and frustration and right. kind of being like, okay, well, what next? Like what, what happens now? Um, is, mm -hmm. is pretty much what's happening in those three songs. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I, I guess, I don't know, is, is that sort of a stereotypical thing, especially with the, the, you know, the bands that you, you mentioned, like the Nirvanas and Nine Inch Nails and stuff like that, that, you know, because a, a lot of your frustration was, was not finding your place or finding, finding some modicum of success. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the sort of thing where, you know, once, once, you know, once the band grows up and, and has, you know, commercial success, you know, then, you know, what, 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 what you know, then what do you got to be despairing about? <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's if everything, true. If everything's great. Are you happy writing happy songs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but I think like, there's always going to be something like you can't control everything. And even yeah. if you have seem to have it all, you never really do. Um, mm. And yeah, I know I tend to kind of feel those feelings of like disappointment and whatever else, frustration, despair, as we keep saying, a lot harder than any other emotion that I feel. So even if it's something that someone else could kind of brush off easily, I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore. And then I have to write. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't think it's something that I'll ever be able to avoid. But I mean... Mm. Hopefully it's not something that I always have to live with like 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a little break every so often. Right. 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 And, 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 and it's the sort of thing that it's sort of thing that depending on how abstract your lyrics are, you can kind of get away with. I remember hearing an interview with Soundgarden. This mm -hmm. was like 1998, 99, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was on the radio, but it was it was in the radio in the U.S., but it was syndicated like everywhere, right? And so the, the one two point one here in Toronto was was had, had had broadcast the entire thing. I recorded it on audio tape. That's awesome, yeah, awesome. <laughs> right? And then I MP three it up afterwards, right? Um, but um, uh, they had they had they had a song on um, it was the album after Super Unknown. I forget what it was called. Anyway, um, there was there was uh, called Blow Up the Outside World. Mm. Right, and I remember Chris Cornell saying this, this saying this explicitly on a, on, on a radio because a fan was asking about like really dark despair written lyrics, right? Yeah, and he yeah. was like, like 
like blow up the outside world was really a song about about sort of turning yourself inwards and, and kind of an introspective song about getting into your creative zone and blowing mm. up the outside world mm. when people were taking it as like this call to militant action and all this right. sort of stuff like blow stuff up going you know blow up buildings or something like that like it was yeah. it, you know it was interpreted in, in in a much darker sense than than they had ever intended it and it's like no we're, we're doing fine like we're not you know <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> but, all but good it's, guys <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all good but the, but the lyrics and and the tone of the music may you may exude something 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 a little bit darker right mm-hmm. which, which is which is the thing i mean i, I say you know stereotypically as these bands but because because it is largely mm-hmm. a stereotype because a lot of a lot of just because it's you know dark and heavy music does not mean that the songwriter is like super depressed or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes it just comes easier than writing happy songs. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah it's certainly, <laughs> like, it's certainly, certainly better. It's really easier to write 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 a darker darker lyric. Um, I find this I find this hard to write a happy song and be really genuine and earnest and without it without it going into you know sort of cheesiness or yeah I totally agree I totally agree I have been avoiding writing happy songs like the plague um for that very reason because I'm like ooh, ooh, stay away <laughs> like, ah, I don't think so yeah, um yeah. yeah I don't know I I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but I can't see myself writing like a Pharrell track like happy right. ever yeah ever not like it's just not something that I could write. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting how you how you how you evolve over the year. Like I think back to, I probably felt that way ten years ago. We we had it. We had we do a songwriting challenge on the on the podcast every year, right? Yeah. And cool. and uh, two three years ago, I think the first one we did three years ago, mm-hmm. maybe four years ago at this point, um, was write a write a happy lyric in a in a minor key. Oh, cool. Right. And and I'm I was thinking like what am I going to write about? I've never written a happy song. I don't know what to write. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you struggle with it, right? I ended up writing a song about how I love music and what music has meant oh, to me. Oh, that's awesome. Right, and and kind of you know it was it was more clever than happy, but still. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I feel so, like yeah, I I tried to write a happy song recently, and I'll oh, be yeah. releasing it next year. Oh, cool. But all of the lyrics ended up just taking like. <laughs> such a downturn so the chorus is like big it's like this kind of like acdc track a little bit of classic rock and so it's like oh yeah this is cool and then you listen to the verse and you're like what the hell (laughs) oh my gosh so maybe i did the reverse i had a depressing lyrics over like a major key yeah yeah well which is yeah which is kind of done to death i mean that's that's and and they and you know and and that's sort of you know they they say that's sort of lifting the curse right because if you write you write a sad lyric and then the music is slow and plodding and shoegazing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. then it can be pretty be pretty dark right like you want to sort of lift it up with a little bit of a little bit of energy or something like that so yeah sort of sort of lift it lift it lift it up a little bit and then and then you know and the, the interesting thing about that is the people are like dancing to it and it's like oh it's, it's a great little track and then and then someone actually takes a clear, more clearful listen to the lyrics like wait a minute this is a sad song <laughs> how am i supposed to feel about this I don't get oh my it. gosh <laughs> am i a bad person <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> bop into this dude and it's like the depths of despair <laughs> 
absolutely. Okay. So what's, what's coming up next for you then? Oh man. Um, the holidays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the holidays. I'm going to be doing a bunch of writing in December through until probably February. Um, okay. kind of hunkering down in the studio and writing a bunch. Um, yeah, I have, have a, quite a few new tunes coming out next year, which I'm excited about. And okay. my management and I are just working on lining up gigs for the new year. Um, nice. I'm excited to yeah to get back on stage again. But okay. yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Just writing, recording, and playing eventually. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's good. You keep it, keep keep the ball, keep it rolling. I mean, you just released an EP, and you're already writing new songs. And yeah, never a dull moment. There's there's this artist Russ who is awesome he's he's really cool he used to release a song every week i believe on soundcloud and like that takes so much dedication um but it's kind of a reminder like yeah just keep it going it's like a well-oiled machine like as soon as you kind of take a break from it it's hard to get back into um and i feel like i'm just now gaining momentum like learning how to play guitar better and playing yeah. around with producing my own stuff and engineering my own stuff so um yeah definitely in a creative pocket right now which is nice that's amazing that's amazing yeah it will certainly um uh link to your stuff on our, our show post so people can uh check out more of your music and maybe catch a live show i know i'd like to yes. <laughs> at some point yes. <laughs> it would be would be awesome if you're playing around town and stuff um yeah okay great um i think that is um all the time we have uh, this has been song talk radio special thanks uh, to you dylan gray um and where, where can our listeners hear more of your music anywhere you stream your music it is on everything <laughs> okay and you want to spell your name for our people yeah d-e-l-y-n-g-r-e-y right on okay and we want to hear from you too so please send your comments on facebook or instagram to at song talk radio or send us an email feedback at songtalk.ca also be sure to check out our youtube channel for live performance videos and full episodes and subscribe today to the song talk radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider you can find links to all the products books and web services we mentioned on song talk radio on our resources page on the website and please join us our next monthly song talk meetup whether you're in toronto for our in-person meetups or anywhere in the world for our online meetups it's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend bring a song and a lyric sheet and get constructive feedback from other songwriters stop by songtalk.ca for the link you can follow me at neilmodi.com. Uh, Phil, we're here. You can follow him at philemory.ca. Actually, he's not here, but you can still follow him at philemory.ca. <laughs> and uh, and Dylan, what's your uh, what's your favorite social media channel? Where do you go the most? I am most active on Instagram, and right my on. handle is at Dylan Gray. D e l y n g r e y. Perfect. Okay, and be sure to stop by the website songtalk.ca to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest. Thanks for tuning in and keep on writing. Yeah.